Our learning objective is to describe some of the more commonly used indices and their deficiencies. The reason we are interested in market indices is because in assessing the performance of a portfolio, one needs to benchmark. And there are two components to benchmarking. The first is the selection of an appropriate market index. And the second is the selection of the comparison method. The comparison method should be on a risk-adjusted basis. And you can adjust for risk based on beta, variance or standard deviation, or the amount of non-systematic risk. So in this segment, let's focus on the selection of a market index by looking at some of the more commonly used in indices. The choices for a market index are the Dow Jones Industrial Average, the S&P 500, Russell 3000, NASDAQ. There are several other domestic indices. There are foreign indices, and there are bond indexes. So let's, let's consider some of these. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is the oldest market index. It started in 1884. It's the most commonly quoted, which is kind of a shame because it is more flawed than any of the other indexes that are used. Flaws include the fact that it only has a small number of common stocks. There are 30. There have been 30 for almost uh, 80 years now. The industries are not proportionally represented. The index focuses on large, mature companies, and it's the only major index that is price-weighted. There are other price-weighted indexes, but uh, they are not a major index like the Dow Jones. Now, what do we mean by price-weighted index? Well, in a price-weighted index, you add up all the prices, and you divide by the number of securities in the index. So based on that definition, you would think that for the Dow Jones Industrial Average, you would add up the price of the 30 stocks and divide by 30. Well, the fly in the ointment here is that every time one of the stocks in the index has a stock split, a stock dividend, that is dividend paid in shares of new stock, or there's a change in the composition of the index where you're adding a new stock that has a different price than the stock you're removing, then you could get a dramatic shift in the price of the index when nothing economically significant has happened. And the common adjustment that is made in this case is through the denominator. And so there's a computation that is done to adjust the denominator every time one of these events, a stock split, a stock dividend, or a change in the composition, occurs. And in fact, the current divisor for the Dow Jones Industrial Average is less than 0.2. A price-weighted index also ignores dividends. A better index for comparison purposes is, is the Standard & Poor 500. Some of the advantages are that it is a large percentage of the total market capitalization. It includes only common stocks, but from multiple markets. The industry representation is 
more typical of the economy as a whole, and it is a value-weighted index as are most uh, indexes. For a value-weighted index, you add together the capitalization of all the companies in the index. Remember, capitalization is the price of the stock times the number of shares outstanding. This sum is then divided by the sum of capitalizations on the start date. The great thing about value-weighted indexes is that they are completely neutral with regard to stock splits and stock dividends, and there's only minor adjustment with regard to changes in uh, components of the index. Some much broader-based indexes are the Dow Jones Wilshire 5000, which is probably the closest thing we have to a total market index. Oddly enough, it does not actually have 5,000 stocks in it. It has more than 5,000. It had 5,000 when they started, but they added stocks over time, didn't remove any, and so uh, the 5,000 is a bit of a misnomer. Another very popular broad market index is the Russell 3000, which has 3,000 stocks in it. And it's broken, frequently broken down into two subcategories, the Russell 1000 and the Russell 2000. The Russell 1000 are the largest 1,000 companies among those 3,000. And the Russell 2000 then are the remaining. So many people like to think about the Russell 1000 as a large cap index and the Russell 2000 as a small cap index and the Russell 3000 as an overall market index. The NASDAQ 100 is another popular index. It is considered a tech index because a lot of the technically oriented companies are traded on NASDAQ and a lot of the companies in the NASDAQ 100 are tech-oriented companies. The most commonly used foreign indexes are the FTSE 100 and the MSCI EFI. The FTSE 100 is based on the London Stock Exchange and the MSCI, which stands for Morgan Stanley uh, Index, is a, a global-based uh, index. Let's consider some true-false questions. The Wilshire 5000 has 5,000 stocks in it. Well, wrong. That's a misnomer. The Dow Jones Industrial Average has 30 stocks in it. That one's true, and it's important because it's, it's important to understand that 30 is not a large number. It's a very small sample, and so you can get the Dow Jones Industrial Average moving in a manner different than many of the other major market indexes. The NASDAQ 100 focuses on small value companies. That one's false. The companies may be small, but they're not value, and they are usually tech-oriented. 